Section 58 of The Catholic's Ready Answer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tatiana Chichilla, Columbus, Ohio. Section 58 of The Catholic's Ready Answer by Rev. M. P. Hill. The Messiahs. A New Error. The Messiahs cannot be a definite person or a real person of any description. The promised Messiahs is nothing else than the blessing that rests upon the Jewish race. Hence, the Messiahs has already come. The Truth. Such is the view entertained by many Hebrews of the present day. It looks like a desperate shift to elude the evidence of the actual coming of the Messiahs, which took place nearly 2,000 years ago. Any Jew who believes in the sacred writings of his nation and has not permitted himself to be infected by the rationalistic spirit of interpretation, which is so rife in our day, should need only to read the prophecies with ordinary attention to be convinced that the Messiah was to be a person. And we shall add that any Hebrew who has the courage and the open-mindedness to step out of the groove of traditional belief in which his education and environment have placed him, and who gives a moderate amount of reflection to the scriptural evidences for the actual coming of the Messiah, will, at the very least, be made to feel the dubiousness of the traditional Hebrew position. We shall now group together the texts from the Old Testament on which the Christian dogma is based. Each and all of them indicate the personal character of the Messiah and the Messiahship of Jesus of Nazareth. Jacob prophesied on his deathbed, The scepter shall not be taken away from Judah, nor a ruler from his thigh, till he come that is to be sent, and he shall be the expectation of nations. Genesis chapter 49 verse 10. In the eighth verse, Jacob had said to Judah, Judah, these shall thy brethren praise, thy hand shall be on the necks of thy enemies, the sons of thy father shall bow down to thee. The whole Jewish nation once accepted the rendering of the tenth verse as given above. It is that of the Septuagint version, which was accepted and used by the Jews. Jacob is here prophesying, as all Jews admitted, the leadership of Judah among the tribes of the children of Israel. Its leadership is a historical fact, and it lasted till the coming of Jesus of Nazareth. At that period, the leadership of Judah, together with the whole Jewish commonwealth, came to an end, and since the dispersion of the Jews, all distinction of tribes has been obliterated. But this was not to happen till the Messiahs came. Therefore, the Messiahs has long since come. And there shall come forth a rod out of the root of Jesse, and a flower shall rise up out of his root. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. In that day the root of Jesse, who standeth for an ensign of the people, him the Gentiles shall beseech. Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1, 2, and 10. Drop down dew, ye heavens, from above, and let the clouds rain the just. Let the earth be opened, and bud forth a Savior. Isaiah chapter 45, verse 8. The Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, i.e. God with us. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. For a child is born to us, and a son is given to us, and the government is upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, God the Mighty, the Father of the World to Come, the Prince of Peace. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Isaiah speaks of the Messiah as the servant of God, chapter 42, and describes him as the man of sorrows, chapter 53. The second psalm speaks of the Messiah as the anointed one, the 109th describes him as the Son of God and the King of the world. The appellations Servant of God and God the Mighty are reconciled in the mystery of the Incarnation, in which Christ is both God and man. See Christ's divinity. The Jews at the time of Christ were expecting the Messiah, a definite person, undoubtedly. The prophet Daniel predicted, chapter 9, verses 25 through 27, 
that from the time of the rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem, or from the year 453 before Christ, to the public appearance of the Messiah's 69 weeks of years, and to the death of the Messiah, 69 years, two weeks of years, would elapse. By a week of years is meant a period of seven years. If 69 be multiplied by seven, we have a period of 483, or 453 plus 30 years. Therefore, in the 30th year of the Christian epoch, the Messiah should have shown himself publicly, and in the half of the week one following, i.e. three and a half years later, by reason of the sacrifice in which he himself would be victim, the victim and the sacrifice, of the old law should fail, or cease to be acceptable to God. The dates prophesied were precisely those of the public appearance and the death, respectively, of Jesus of Nazareth. The Jews, though not recognizing Jesus as the Messiah, expected the Messiah to appear at that time, evidently understanding the prophecy, as regarded the dates, as Christians understand it today. Even supposing a possible flaw in the calculation we have just rehearsed, the sixty-nine weeks of years must long since have elapsed, and the Messiah must have come. The prophet Agius, chapter 2, verses 8 and 10, predicted that the Messiah would enter the temple. In the year 70 after Christ, the temple was destroyed by Titus. The Messiah is mentioned as being the Son of God, Psalms chapter 2, verse 7. He shall be God and man, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. A great wonder worker, Isaiah chapter 35, verse 5. A priest according to the order of Melchizedek, Psalms chapter 109, verse 4. Sovereign of the world, Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 5, Daniel chapter 2, verse 44. The Messiah is to make his entrance into Jerusalem seated on an ass, Zacharias chapter 9, verse 9. He is to be sold by the friend of his table, Psalms chapter 40, verse 10, for 30 pieces of silver, Zacharias chapter 11, verse 12. He is to be mocked and scourged, Psalms chapter 21, verse 7, Isaiah chapter 22, verse 14. His hands and his feet are to be pierced, Psalms chapter 21, verse 17. In his sufferings he will be meek and patient as a lamb, Isaiah chapter 53, verse 7. All these prophecies were accepted by the Jews as pointing to the Messiah. Jesus of Nazareth came at the very time when the Jews were expecting the Messiah, and the striking resemblance between him and the one described in the prophecies cannot escape the most incredulous of Hebrews in our day. If the Messiah has not appeared, the prophecy of Daniel can never be verified. If he has appeared, he must certainly have appeared in the person of Jesus of Nazareth. If Jesus is the Messiah, the religion of Jesus is the only one acceptable to God. End of section 58. Recording by Tatiana Chichilla, Columbus, Ohio.